G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, it's become one of the important questions that sparks fascination when you think through the possibilities. You might be amazed and it might even surprise some as to who you think is the most significant person in history. Well, back to 2013 and Time magazine ran a detailed article based on comprehensive and detailed research and reported that the most significant person of history is, in fact, Jesus Christ. And if you Google the most significant person in history, Jesus appears more than any other claimant. So let's talk about some of the evidence that puts Jesus at the top of the list. Graham MacDonald, who founded Did You Know, the Did You Know History website, telling Christians about connections in Australian history to those Christian figures who have helped shape our nation, is back with us. Graham, welcome along to 2020. Great. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak with you again. Hey, Graham, not only is Jesus the most significant person of history, but his story is written in the most read and most published book in history. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, I, I just think, for me, you know, I can understand people sort of, and I've heard people say, oh, who's Jesus? Is it, does he ever exist? And, you know, again, like you already said, if you, if you Google in, go to Google, don't, don't look at any religious things, but go to Google and put in those different uh, that, that requests who is the most significant. And as I say, Time magazine, they came up with the fact that he, he was the most significant, um, did a wonderful story on him. But there's other websites and some of them have got Jesus up there, some have got others. But the ones that really try, you can sort of see there's probably about 10 of the websites that you can really look at and say, hey, these people are really trying. And, and of the 10, six of them already put Jesus up on top. There was um, two that put Jesus second and two that put Jesus third. And so that's that's that was the, my experience with the with Google, but then when I started looking around, that okay, how do how do we know about this Jesus? Well, we, I went to the uh, Guinness Book of Records, and uh, you look in there and you look for the the most published printed book ever. And again, this one, you, you there's no doubt about this. The Bible comes out so so far ahead. I mean, we're talking. Um, in fact, that actually makes the comment. It's a bit difficult to tell exactly how many. They're estimating that somewhere between five and six billion copies have been printed and distributed um, around the world. And so that's that's a huge, huge number. And there's there's the the, the next um, book that they actually quoted as the second um, most published book was the uh, little red book by. Um, Chairman Mao in China, I'm not sure how long back, but his, his wasn't even up to a million copies. And so we're talking five billion or six billion copies that have been produced. Um, and it's not only in one language, it's in three hundred, at least 340 languages. 
and there is at least one Bible, uh, one part of the Bible could be Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, but it's available in at least two thousand languages. Which, which is, you go, if if he wasn't real, and if it wasn't there wasn't some sort of impact, um, I'm sure we wouldn't have these figures to be talking about. Graham, that would be testimony in itself that God is behind the proliferation of the Bible. It's just an absolutely amazing number to talk about. Five to six billion copies of the Bible, 340 languages or 2,000 languages where you've got at least one book of the Bible available to people. And not only that, but Modern people in the 20th century and into the 21st century have adapted that into so many ways that has just increased the reputation and built the profile of who Jesus is, even things like the Jesus film, which has been translated into lots and lots of languages. Yeah, well, the the, the Jesus film um, it appears at the moment is going through a resurgence. Um, the um, organisation Power to Change, who are the old Campus Crusade for Christ, they have a uh, a Jesus film project on at the moment, and um, their their current count of people that have viewed the 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 Jesus film um, is in excess of eight billion people, and that's more than what the population is today. But they that's only the ones that were produced by Campus Crusade for Christ. There's all the other films that have been pr- uh, developed by Hollywood and um, other people that, that that's not in the count. So when, when you look at just the Jesus film that was produced by um, the old Campus Crusade for Christ, and they keep track of all the t- people that have seen it and where it's at, and that now is up to over 8 billion people that have um, seen that. And, and what's also incredible with that is that it's available in over 1,800 different languages. So you've got Jesus in print, you've got Jesus on film, and there's even an app that has thousands and thousands of languages for people to listen to uh, gospel portions, the Bible, and messages in their own languages. The Five Fish app, it's incredible as well. Oh, that and, and what's what's incredible there, um, Neil, is that, and I've seen this in operation. It's actually you can download it onto a phone, and I've actually seen people using this. and And a, a friend of mine who's very proficient proficient in it, he, he tells the story that he went uh, went and got some petrol, and the gentleman who's serving him was um, was from India. And uh, so my friend gets talking to him and he says, you know, where do you come from? And you come from India, what part of India, what language? And oh, Telugu, that's one of the English, uh, the Indian languages. And so my friend grabs his phone. He says, oh, what do you think of this? So he gets it and gets the, the language Telugu and lets the man listen to the gospel message in Telugu, his own mother tongue. He's never heard it before. And he says, oh, that is so good. That is so good. He said, can I put it on my phone and I will send it home to my family? And so there's, a, there's in excess of 6,000 6, languages that that's recorded in, and that's being added to all the time. And um, it's just incredible. And also the other thing that's, I think, quite um, helpful with that particular app is that there's a lot of the um, indigenous Australian languages that have been um, translated onto that app. So, you know, even if anywhere in Australia you come across a particular Aboriginal group, m- my guess is that you would find that, that 
that their interpretation, their translation of the scriptures on that app. And it's called the Five Fish app. And uh, I've done some uh, interview conversations with the people who create that, the Global Recordings Network, Gospel Recordings, mm. and uh, just an amazing outfit. Hey, even though there's so much of this detail that has come to us through history, there are people who have been skeptics. And interestingly, because, you know, we can think of skeptics as being the opposite to believers, but a lot of people start their walk as Christian believers from being skeptics. And the more they dig into all of the evidence about the most significant person of history, the closer they get to uncovering truth. And there's so many famous skeptics that have come to faith in Christ, Graham. Oh, and then you're quite right. There's story after story after story. But what we actually did, when we were sort of putting this all together, we were sort of looking for examples that people could go and check out for themselves. So we come across, I mean, apart from the fact there's a number of Jewish, actually they're probably Romans, but way back there in the early days of Jesus here, time on earth we also had um, like the secular writers for want of a better word and um, somebody a gentleman by the name of um, Mr. Wallace who was a, um, a former homicide detective and former atheist um, he put it when he retired he put his skills together and he used his gold cold case skills to verify the reality of the existence of Jesus and so what he did when he started to dig right back he, he goes right back to within um, within, a, I don't know, probably in the in about 10, 20 to 30 or 40 years, 50 years um, after the, the death of, um, of Jesus. And he, he starts digging up these, didn't mean to use that word, but he uses these um, people that in, in that era who were non, non-Christian people, but who, who were aware that there was Jesus was around. There's about nine of them, and we've got them in our article. But they actually... Recognized that Jesus was was in existence; it was real. Um, and then different people believed he was God. And there were some people who said he did miracles and what have you. And and probably Josephus is one of the the, the writers that is most quoted. But there are quite a few more that also were, were conscious or were aware that Jesus was a real person. People followed him. There was, and, and in fact, one of the the um, the, the these people have actually said that um, you know he he was a wise king, um, but he the Jews didn't want him, but his teachings remain. And so there's all this evidence. This goes way 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 back into the the um, early early part of our history. So Jesus, the most significant person of history, because the evidence is so so strong, so powerful, and in fact. Uh, people have been looking for this evidence, skeptics uncovering the evidence and coming to faith themselves in Christ. I guess it starts with the Bible, doesn't it, Graham? Because the evidence from the scriptures itself, and sometimes when people are looking for evidence, they're looking for eyewitness accounts. And the Bible itself is able to testify to the number of people that saw Jesus after his resurrection, which affirms the things that he taught. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, there's, there's at least um, after his resurrection, um, and when you count up the numbers, there was at least 513 people saw Jesus after his re- resurrection. But they weren't all in one spot. They were in different spots. and there was eight, In fact, there was eight separate occasions where that happened. Plus, 
on top of that, you have people like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John who basically knew Jesus or were involved with him at, in, in very, very close relationships. And uh, so, you know, there's, there's, it just, to me, it just seems like there's, there's so much evidence. And, and um, my, my question to myself is, quite frankly, is why, why isn't it more widely known? And, you know, my big question is why, why aren't we teaching our children that the most significant person in history, the evidence would suggest, is this Jesus Christ of, of Nazareth. And because the, 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 the crux behind all of that is, is not only Jesus is he the saviour of the world, but Western civilization, as we know it, sort of generated, has permeated from his teachings right through our history. And so Western civilization and, and to me, Christianity almost go, well, they do, they go hand in hand. And again, I, I believe that that is demonstrated by the fact that there's been some uh, really um, England, Great Britain was, was a great um, great nation at, at one stage when it was uh, adhering to the, the Christian principles of life and it goes back through Magna Carta and even before then um, and America was become a great nation again, these nations I believe that they spent in their foundations they were very, very um, very, very biblically based and I think we've, we've had this in Australia but sadly, well, that, that's waning sadly well, the flame passes on from one generation to the next and has been over the past 2,000 years, reached our shores uh, when the first fleet arrived in mm. Australia. And, uh, you know, the likes of Richard Johnson and Samuel Marsden, wonderful people of history. And uh, these are the people who formed uh, many of the institutions that we now see as having Christian foundations here in our nation of Australia. You've devoted a large part of these past 10 years to uh, getting that Australian history before people in the Did You Know website. And uh, there's some developments to look forward to this coming year, Graham. Yes, uh, there certainly is. Um, we're, we're looking at, um, uh, we're in a, a, a position of, of uh, transition at the moment and we're looking at rebranding. We have a, a whole lot of uh, new information. We've got some, and there's new um, techniques and new uh, digital um, resources that we need to embrace. And uh, so as I say, we're at the currently, we're, at the moment, we're looking for uh, some volunteers who are interested in sort of helping in the, in the digital area of um, changing some things. But um, our, our new website will be called, uh, it will still re remain the question, did you know, but it'll be spelled D-I-D-Y-O-U-K-N-O-W dot org dot A-U and then slash Jesus of History. Um, that will be able to, and that, that'll take, people directly to the um, the Jesus of history uh, and see that, have the story there. Well, what a way to transition into a new level with Did You Know and uh, a new website. You are looking for some people who might be able to be supportive when it comes to the way that that all happens digitally online. Didyouknow.org.au, that's spelled D-I-D-Y-O-U-K-N-O-W.org.au. And uh, as you say, forward slash Jesus of History. And that, of course, is the new website uh, that builds on what's gone before. Did, did you know D-I-D-U-N-O.info. Uh, Graham MacDonald, expecting a big year ahead. Uh, Honour to you for all the good work that you've done with Did You Know and the Christian 
understanding of Australian history. Thanks so much for updating us today on the greatest, most significant person of history, Jesus Christ. Appreciate you, Graham. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate the opportunity. Love what you do. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.